Hello and welcome to the No Holes Bar Witchcraft Podcast. Um, Chris, it's October, right? So, um, trick or treat? <laughs> Definitely not a treat. How about a trick? Trick? Well, I've got a trick, a wonderful little trick that I've been saving up for a rainy day and it is absolutely pissing it down outside. And that little trick is none other than a little Delphi. Little Delphi, hello. There you go. She's come to play a trick on you. She's she's uh, jumping in on this one. So we've got a lo- uh, almost live interview with little Delphi. It's brilliant. It's live for She's going to school us in the art of love magic. Okay. Okay? Because okay. okay. I, I seem to remember... going to talk about hoodoo shit? <laughs> well, I, I seem, I seem to remember we did an episode on love magic once, and there was a certain someone who oh, yes, it was basically, yeah, didn't like it, and was said that they were going to write an essay about what we were wrong about. So now, now she's here to present said essay. So, <laughs> little Duffy, what what was the problem with the love? You know, are you feeling we have no love in? Do we yeah. do we uh, talk bad about your craft? You're, you're just horrible, aren't you? You just don't get it. What don't get love? Is yeah. love and emotion? Well, don't get emotions. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, little Delphi. Obviously, I think that you feel that maybe we we maybe don't tackle some of the love stuff in an appropriate way because I know that you work with a lot of sad, lonely, miserable people looking for love. <laughs> and it's a serious thing because it causes heartache, that pain. Where's the heart again? Yeah, there. Um, <laughs> that pain that people feel, you know, you are used to dealing with that. I know that you, you know, you take on a lot of clients and hats off to you because I can't stomach that sort of work. And you see this sort of thing in and out, in and out. So how can we better help those people when it comes to love magic and teaching? Don't Do we need to it. release a twin flame kit or something? Oh, exactly. Yeah, I, <laughs> that, that was a great way to introduce that. Thanks, Leon. Um, yeah, everyone comes to you with this this whole idea that that's their twin flame, and they have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. So they have this idea, this romantic idealism of what a twin flame is, and a twin flame is not romantic. Um, and very often, they're abusive relationships. <laughs> and they're, you know, they're, they're not nice, but people have this idea that, you know, if it's the other half of you, so, yeah, but the other half of you has negative points as well. And they tend to be really runny and chasey relationships and people see that as, um, as, you know, really romantic. But then one runs, the other chases after it, and then the other one starts coming forward and the other one runs away. And Right, okay. And they so they're not conjoined twins, them. is that what you're saying? No, they're not conjoined twins, Chris. Oh, they're, okay. they're, they're, they're two individuals and who... Some people call them mirror souls. 
and it, it all gets it just gets all very complicated because everybody wants to find their twin flame that's what they come to you for so they're not coming for you with a particular person a particular story they're asking for their twin flame like there's millions and millions of people in the world how the hell am i supposed to find that for you yeah they, they get it all muddled up and you've got to unpack it from the beginning with them and find out what actually they come to you for. There's an awful lot of counselling goes on on in it to find out well, you know, what they want, what they're there for, because they think they're there for one thing, but they're not. So you do highlight an interesting point, but I would say that I was told that I ate my twin in the womb. So I don't know if I have a twin, <laughs> twin flame or not. <laughs> Isn't that what happens to all Geminis? Possibly. Possibly. I don't think so. I don't think I ate my twin. I don't know. Little Delphi is a Gemini and I'm a Gemini. Yeah, you you are you've got you've got double the double the trouble. <laughs> this is my life nowadays. So, so little Delphi, you must see this day in and day out. You know, once you've you know gone, oh for fuck's sake, not another one. Pull well, yourself together. How do you combat this kind of misinformation when you get, you know, the uh, middle-aged woman come to you say, "I want my twin twin flame, Lord Delphi, Lord Delphi, you do spell give me my twin flame now. I want twin flame now." <laughs> yeah. What is the first protocol there? Do you sit them down? Do you try to explain things? Do you just take the money and run? What what goes on here? First of all, I don't charge. Oh, uh, don't say that because you'll be inundated. You'll be inundated with private messages. One should always charge, little Delphi. One should oh always God. charge. Um, but yeah, you've got Especially to find... for love shit. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to find out the story. And that's the bit that takes the length of time. And I think that's probably the bit that bores you too, silly. Um, whereas that's the bit that fascinates me. Is that the counselling bit. That, yeah. And, well, my degree's in psychology. So, you know, that interests me from that point of view. But also it means I can find out exactly where I need to go. So they're saying to me, oh, I want, you know, some, some love ritual. Well, wait a minute. What's the blocks? Are the blocks yours? Is it is it a person that you're involved with? Is that the block? Well, I need to get rid of that before I start any love magic. There's no point. There's a basis to it, and there's a, you know, um, sort of a road and goals and and crossroads that you've got to come to to to, to get there, and you can't just blatantly go out and throw out spells, which. Um, Chris, you're being very ill-behaved today. Yeah, why are you being naughty with me, Chris? Um, so, so yeah, so you've got to do that. That That's the first part. You've got to find out the whole story. And sometimes that can be very, very repetitive. So what is the most, because if you, if you like the story and you're interested in the kind of journey and where the person's come from, What's the what's one that sticks out in your mind before then? One that's actually got your attention? Because when I used to work doing a love readings, right? It was the same old fucking story. He walked out on me. Is he going to come back? No, of course he's not going to fucking come back. Yeah, you know? He left for a fucking reason. So can you give us a story where... 
that isn't just the usual, maybe one that sticks out in your mind that you really feel like you've helped the situation. Chris, are you smudging us? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. yeah. I all don't know. Is that you. I, we're going to end up, I'm just thinking we're going to end up with all this. People asking me for love readings and shit. It, it's Halloween. I'm supposed to be able to avoid this shit. <laughs> Um, I don't think there's actually one story, but I don't think all stories are the same. There are similarities in a lot of the stories, um, yeah. and a lot of the stories actually do come down to, down to psycho psychological problems as well. There's a lot of mental illness around around love, um, and love can actually, well, it is an instability, isn't it? Love is a selfish emotion. It's about how it makes you feel. That person makes you feel. It's not about it's not about them at all, is it? Well, I always thought love was a weapon. Well, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so each each story is individual. They, they do share common common things, but it, one of the biggest things that it does is it actually disturbs someone's whole life. So if they're focusing on this love, lack of love, what have you, then it actually starts impacting on all of the rest of the, their life. And then you, you see people become shells of themselves and then they forget about themselves because that other person takes over and you've got to stop that happening. And I know from personal experience that happens. Okay. So, because you involve obviously counselling in this and try to help, you know, do a little bit more holistic style practice with helping the person as opposed to like what you do see with some people which is give me the money I'll fuck them up give me the money I'll make them fall in love with you the kind of is a little bit more about more healing I think for your sort of work is about giving them what they really want as opposed to what they say they want presumably yeah well if you're broken you can't love anyone else so you have oh. to start with the person so you you have to start with the healing and then what the blocks are and, and deal with a roadblock spell or yeah I know who do Chris but you know start with it start with it and gradually move up to to, to what you want to do and before you and and by the by doing that as well as the spells become more powerful um, and not all love magic actually involves love magic you know um I have been known to use hoodoo to silence people. Um, because there've been gossips around the situation, so people chatting it and in other people people's ears, um, which has you know caused them to break up or 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 even fight all the time. You get a lot of them where actually we're still living in the same house, but he's in the other bedroom. I get an awful lot of that. Um, and or I want him gone. Well, do you actually want him gone? Let's explore that. Why do we want him gone? What's actually the problems? And a I lot think of Sekhmet has something to say. Because she's all about love. Well, Sekhmet's not being interviewed in this one. This one's about the little oracle, right? Oh, okay. What is going into Chris tonight? Wow. Chris, Chris Chris, had a, a little meeting that wasn't such a little meeting, and it was a bit... Uh, what annoying Chris aggressive I don't know yeah is the bitch still alive Chris for now she's she's useful right. technically yes Chris has been dealing with things so I'm the grown-up one today um and obviously you've been around long enough to see 
the changes of the psychic industry, the magical community, all of that kind of thing in regards to people pursuing people for love magic in particular. How do you kind of feel they've changed over time? Because I know there was all this kind of love psychic stuff in the 90s, telephone numbers, premium rate telephone numbers. Nowadays, it's Etsy shops selling 300 pound candle spell kits that'll make you fall in love with someone. Do you see a danger in this? Or is it just me that sees a danger in this? I don't like kits. Because although I've got my go-to spells that you both know that I use a lot, um, and you know, whether that, that be the sour jar or the honey jar, which I, I, I tend to like. All of mine are individual. Not one of them is recreated from one previous. Like, now, both of you also know that I can make a honey jar work, which is supposed to be slow because the honey, obviously, is, is slow moving. Mine can work very quickly, depending on how much of my own energy I throw at them. Uh, usually more than I should. But... Mm. Yeah, so I think that every spell should be a new spell. Okay. What are you saying about our kits? Well, well she's kits never used one of our kits, though. <laughs> your, your kits are great, but then, you know, would anybody from Witchcraft Live actually purchase one of those kits? Unlikely, they're for, you know, people that are new to the practice. They can have a little bit of a read, a little bit of a go, see it works and then join Witchcraft Live. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't, like, I don't not like them. I just personally have never used them, but I'd start, like everyone else, I started with books, books that made no sense to me. Tatiana. So what was what was the first books you started with? What books oh, did Little Dorothy decide to, to buy? And which ones did she dislike? Um, I don't like it. I don't like any of them now. But um, I had, I had like everyone else, Kate West stuff to begin with, with, and basically that went out the window oh, within two minutes. Um, Who you know, loves Kate West? I, Anna uh, Birkenstocks. <laughs> Maybe we um, should get her on here, Chris. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Bore <laughs> yeah, the shit out, out of everybody. Salt circles and and altars and stuff, and I and I immediately went, well, that's not me. I I, mm. I work in I work in chaos, not chaos magic, but chaos, um, and I don't actually, you know, I I don't actually put too much effort into it, a lot of energy into it, but not necessarily a lot of effort. I get distracted by the next spell, um, very often when I'm working for myself, or, or by your own tail. Or my own what? <laughs> Distracted by your own tail. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's interesting because yeah, I want to pick up on a point that you said earlier, because um, I think it's definitely worth discussing, which is that I can't believe that you don't charge for your services because your success rate is pretty good, isn't it? You know, you've got a lot of people with word of mouth. Yeah, that... um, I do. Um, but a lot of a lot of that's come from binding people away from drugs and stuff as well. Um, but that's usually out of mother's love, you know. Please don't sort my child out. Um, but usually they've spent an awful lot of money before they come to me, and we're talking thousands and thousands of pounds. And um, yeah, 
I know the type. We get that. We see the type as well, but we still fucking charge them, little Delphi. <laughs> I I would worry that you're potentially too nice a person now, because how much effort does it put into you? I mean, if you're talking about counselling people, if you're talking about taking them, guiding them through a whole process, it must take a lot of effort and a lot of energy from you. So. Um I think you. I think you'll you'll understand. Some clients uh, take an awful lot more work than others, um, and you know I've had, I've had clients. I've been a, on video calls from for six hours. Um, I've had ones where I've had to to say I've got something to do. I'll call you back in an hour, um, because you know it's been snot and tears and um, and they've been incoherent um, and telling parts of the story over and over again. The other thing is that you get you get a lot of people who don't tell you quite the truth um and mm -hmm. i will ask for the truth because obviously i can see so i'll go but that's not quite how it happened is it um you know not call them out now a liar but there's your Chris, have you ever had a client that little delphi's describing oh i've had a few of those okay i don't i don't stick up with i stick with them as long as you do though yeah so have you ever dumped a client have you ever said this shit's just too much or you know i'm not the right practitioner for you how does that go about how do you say to that person on the date sorry i don't think we clicked you know um, I have been known to hand people over to Michelle, um, but that's more mm. when they want, as you know, I don't particularly like spirit around me, um, and she's a medium, um, but she, she works with, with other things, and very often I, I'll send them over, over to them. There are people that I've had where I've not liked their energy, um, I felt that the situation is abusive. I can think of one man in particular that came to me and he wanted it his way and no other way. And was, I think I said this to you yesterday, he was, it was the tail wag, wagging the dog and you need, mm. to control, you need to control the client. You need to get them to, to do it slowly because giving me too much information all at once means that I'm a bit lost and also means that I can't necessarily read the client well, i've had a few fakes as well people have come to me that actually um nothing's going on in their life right okay but they were well, they're just I've, looking for entertainment or yeah, yeah like right. you know they, they've said oh you know i'm heartbroken over such and such and they're hmm. heartbroken absolutely over absolutely nothing i get rid of them quite quickly um but as you know, for a little while, I couldn't read. I couldn't read for myself. And I was finding other people very difficult to read. Um, so I wasn't doing as much of it as I've been doing recently. I suppose the last year, I've had quite a few. Um, I'm getting a lot from Portugal. Um, I don't know. There can't, mustn't be many witches in Portugal. Well, possibly, possibly not. Um, interesting, though, because you also mentor don't you you've got a couple of people that often come to you are they clients are they clients that because you know you do the work for clients and then they might think fucking hell this magic stuff actually works please teach me or is it, it does that come from a different path 
how because I know you've got a couple of people that you teach or mentor yeah, and I know that and that the reason I've not sent them to you and I know you've got children on on your books but they're they're 14 and they're children that I've known for a long time so they're normally payment uh, for work that's the ones in the cage Chris she's talking about the ones we teach um but yeah so Charlotte I've known since she was four um, and she spent a lot of time going out in the woods with me when she she was younger then she started to do this TikTok stuff and this Insta stuff. Um, and uh, I wasn't happy with the, the level of stuff that her mum was coming back to me with and saying she was doing. So um, I promised if she tidied her room that I would work with her. And now we keep her room tidy. And, okay. I, do bits, and I do bits and pieces with her. And the other girl's two, day, two doors down. And she's got into crystals and various things so i've helped her because again they're going to tiktok and instagram and and i do, i don't think i personally don't understand how anyone can take a witch seriously that's on there oh well we know lots of witches that are on the tiktok mm -hmm. i haven't got tiktok but sometimes people post tiktok to instagram and uh, it drives me up the fucking wall I have to say. I used to have a TikTok, but then I got Crazy. this cream and it went away. You've got a TikTok. You're on TikTok, I, I had a TikTok, then I got this cream and the cream took the TikTok away. Yeah, I think we're talking about something different. <laughs> Sorry, Liam. <laughs> Magic cream. Let's do a magic cream, Liam. A magic cream to get rid of TikTok. Fanny Cranic sounds like a Fanny Cranic product. That does sound like a Fanny Cranic product. She has got the fuck boy aura cleansing spray coming out. Yeah. So maybe she should release a TikTok thing past. Yeah. Oh no, stay tuned for that. So little Delphi, what are you working on at the moment then? Are you do have you got any personal magical workings going on or is it mainly client stuff? Um, actually, I haven't got any clients that it's not worked with at the moment. The stuff that I've got with clients are, are all, they're all fairly calm. Okay. So it's good, but, you know, some of them are, are temporary. As I said, say to the clients, there, the work's done, now it's up to you. Um, and, you know, if you've got to, to do communication spells because you can't communicate, if you talk two different languages, then there's absolutely no point without sorting out the communication problem, which of course you can use a spell for. But like opening your mouth and actually talking tends to work. So yeah, that's um yeah, I do have projects on at the moment of my own. Um Okay. Would you like to fill us in on some of those? You don't have to give too much information, obviously, because it's personal private work. But give us something, because I mean, if we people that are uh, know you from on the your own blog, because you have a little blog, don't you, on one of the Facebook groups, you know, you're one of those people that share your practice. A lot of people don't. A lot of people keep it all quiet. But I know that you are one to share. Um. Yeah. I, do, I don't share all of it. I've got some money magic on at the moment. Um. 
um, I had a bit of a life disaster um, and various things happened, which left me very short of money and, and left me without a car. Um, so there are one, two, the three different workings um, on money, but for different purposes. Um, the one that I'm excited about at the moment, you've just done a Patreon on. So you're rambling. That's uh, well, the occult ramblings, that's tier two content. That's, that's secret, secret stuff. Yeah, so that that's kind of, I kind of enjoyed researching that one. So I was only researching one to find someone away from drugs, someone that I've not been able to find, um, or I've been able to find them temporarily every time I've tried. Um, but I needed, um, I needed a practice on on that particular magic. So I chose someone that is dispensable. <laughs> yeah. But well put put it this way, I'm I'm not sure that, that anything can be done for that particular person. Um I think they're far too far gone. Um some people can can manage a crack addiction and you know live their life but it's got to the point where you know he's tried to take money off me several times his grandmother his mother um he doesn't work and never has because he's got brain trauma already um so he's a very desperate sad case um you know he's 22 years old he's already been to prison um because he's been taken advantage of as well not somebody because you know um who goes out to be a criminal but somebody who actually is used a lot so you know if that spell can um make a difference to his life great but i'm actually not seeing much of a future for him anyway um okay. which was kind of tough because when i was doing that reading for his mom i was doing a reading quite recently for his mom no not recently maybe four months ago um, and she wanted to know about her children, um, one of which is, is flying high, she's great. The other one's settled, has settled down because he was a bit of a, a naughty lad in the past. Um, but there wasn't very much to be said about Liam's cards. They were, uh, they were all quite negative. And, um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and I didn't, I, I, I wasn't even seeing anything because obviously the cards just help you to see, don't they? Um, and I wasn't seeing much at all, which is really sad because the one I'd done before that, I'd seen loads, which has all come true very, very, very quickly. Um, and the other thing that I'm working on at the moment as well is I've, well, um, one of the, the, the ladies died, but I had two people who would not die. Um, and I don't mean that's because I was ah, the killing curses. No, no, no. no. If he does killing curses. No, um, these were two people that were hanging on. <laughs> yeah, that's killing them off, little Delphi. Yeah. If they're hanging on and you've got a stragglers, it's time to snip those stragglers, dispatch no. them to the underworld. Well, one of them died yesterday morning. I think it was yesterday morning. Um, so that was a successful spell. So well done for that one. I didn't do any magic on it. I was just. Oh, of course, of I, course not. I, I didn't. I was. She just tripped I was him. Just there. No, she just used the pillow and smothered him. 
the old fashioned way, Chris. And the other gentleman um, has been was given five days to live three weeks ago. Um, I'm thinking mid November. That's that's my feel on it. Um, can't can't give you an exact date, but I'm I think mid November. So I reckon that that will happen. Um, the lady that died yesterday, I didn't feel it the night before. Um, I wasn't. I didn't. I think she thought she was still going to fight, but some things happened within the family, um, which I think let her let go. Because the family were obviously arguing about about she she uh, she had Alzheimer's and then she got COVID, and it, oh, it, it caused an awful lot of drama. Um, and you know she watched things get better. I think, and everyone be at her bedside and what have you. And I think at that point she decided to give up the fight. But the, the doctors were quite, um, they couldn't understand how she'd hung on for so long because she hadn't eaten in nine days, I think. Right. And that's usually the end. So they usually give that 72 hours, but she kept on and on. So, yeah, there's been a lot I've been doing recently. So before we go over that's to good. the next bit, I want a comment on um, are all love spells. What's that word they like to use? Entrapment. Um, depends. If you're sweetening a situation, then no. Um, but if you're actually going going for something deeper and um, and more manipulative, then yes, they can be. And now we're out of time. So thanks for listening to the regular edition of the No Holds Bar Witchcraft podcast. If you want to listen to the full one, then go on Patreon. There we go, little Delphi. We're actually on Patreon now. <laughs>